Aside, and along came pretty little May. May was full of promises, but she didn't keep them quick enough for some. And a crowd of doubting Thomases was predicting that the summer'd never come. But it's coming by gun, you can feel it come, you can feel it in your heart, you can see it in the ground, you can hear it in the trees, you can smell it in the breeze. Look around, look around, look around. June is busting out all over, all over the meadow and the hill. Buds are busting out of bushes. I was never a, a huge fan of musicals but something about that song is just kind of like charming to me yeah the charm bing busting out all over bing crosby one of the all-time great search providers yeah (laughs) Uh, do you think anybody's ever gone to search on bing for like a crosby stills and nash album then you could really (laughs) bing crosby zing (laughs) Uh, yeah. Joey, you're busting out all over. <laughs> yeah, here I come. Uh, here I come. <laughs> uh, good that, stuff. That was Bing Crosby. June is busting out all over. An insane <laughs> song from uh, the musical Carousel. I've never seen Carousel. Nor have I. I know that uh, uh, Bing is one of these uh, old school entertainers. Um, and back then, yeah. I guess the idea was like, you weren't an actor, you weren't a singer. Like there were some people, some folks like that, that were just like pure, like entertainers, entertainers, right? You just yeah. did whatever. I don't think, I don't even think this Bing fellow was involved with Carousel. He's just like, I'm just going to put that on a record, right? <laughs> this Bing fella. <laughs> uh. Man, June, we're halfway through the year uh, of the song calendar. That's the show here we're listening to. My name's Joey. Um, um tony and there's tony and yeah. we are two djs friends whatever uh who guys are talking about music on a podcast that specifically we're talking about music that references calendar dates yes you should have listened to at least one episode yeah if you haven't that's one. the whole thing if you're starting um, in july that's just bizarre that's a weird place to start this podcast. So go back and listen to uh, January. I'm sorry, this is June. We're starting. This is June. If you're uh, starting with June, that's bizarre. Go back and listen uh, to January through May, and you kind of see what we're doing. Um, I think we get we're getting progressively better at this. Like on a I whole, so. even even from a technical perspective, like just sure miking things and like understanding how volumes kind of play together and sure how we run the show and so i think you know maybe somebody starting here would be would be fine oh yeah really <laughs> uh, cat... start here and then go back and then listen to the other five. Oh, your cat yeah my cat's Hi. saying hello do you want to meow on the microphone come on <laughs> there maybe you heard that <laughs> yeah um getting better at miking cats. miking the animals <laughs> yeah um so, so yeah this is the song calendar 
this is halfway. This You just pointed that out to me. This is the halfway point throughout the calendar year. And this is pretty cool. What a yeah, cool I'm stoked, man. Um, thing that I'm compiling now is eventually I'm going to make a giant supercut all of all the supercuts put together in one supercut. So it's starting to look really huge. The and master cut. It, yeah, the master cut, right? Um, but hey, I mean, let's listen to it, right? We, we got June ready here. So let's get, uh, let's get on down into the Supercut of the Month! Yeah, let's so do this. this month uh, is a lot of, well, it's always kind of disparate and different artists, but uh, sure. there's some... It's notable ones to look out for um this one i felt was really good i thought i think just at first glance i recognized a lot of the artists and then i realized that i actually enjoyed a lot of this uh, the music it's not necessarily again i guess there's some things that i know and i've played before that i enjoyed but um there's a lot of stuff that I recognized and I was like, okay, this is actually not bad stuff from that artist. Cause yeah. in the past months it's been like, I recognize all these guys and it's all terrible stuff. You get um, Dolly Parton and DJ screw in one, in one go. Right. I thought it was going to be good when we start off the month with Gucci man <laughs> and go right into Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to what that sounds like here. Yeah. And it's the first of June. June the second. the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Seven days in sunny June. Oh, well in that case, oh, it's June 8th. Oh, in June 10th, 1999. On the 11th day of June, on June the 13th day. On June 14th, June 15th, it's June 16th. Eating barbecue and drinking red soda water on the 19th of June. <laughs> Until my death. 21st of June. June 22nd. On the 23rd of June. Oh, the 24th of June. For now the general silence. He got barbered violent. pretty neat i just uh, have not listened to that since i put that together like a few weeks back and 
man. It's got some gems on there. Filled with them. Let, let me, yeah. I'll, I'll just start off talking about the elephant in the room. Well, <laughs> maybe it's someone else's <laughs> elephant. But uh, <laughs> the one thing that which, up, which elephant? <laughs> yeah, whose elephant is this? Um, Peter, Peter, Paul, and Mary? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not it. Boy, there's a lot of elephants. Okay, yeah. here's the major one for me. It, that has some meaning to it beyond uh, just being a cool song is June 9th by Boards of Canada. I'm a, I'm a Boards of Canada super fan. I'm like okay. on top of, on top of that, I've know all their music. I have all their records. I've nice. I'm a completionist. I own everything that they've done except for the, uh, well, this is a deep cut. If you, they, <laughs> except for they printed like three records that are unique uh, that, that How there's so? only three pressings of them available. So like $5,000. Oh, oh, wow. But um, you don't have those? <laughs> no. I, <laughs> if I had the opportunity to buy one, I might be tempted to get it. But uh, you call yourself a super fan. <laughs> <laughs> but the other reason why it's important is this song is the whole beginning of the song calendar. This is, it doesn't exist without this song because uh-huh. my girlfriend was, uh, she likes Boards of Canada too, and she's listening to it. And she's just kind of like, mused like uh hey i wonder how many songs just are about a day like Ah. it just that's what started it and then and then i of course i took that as some sort of sort of a challenge and amazing (laughs) i immediately just like started (laughs) compiling a list because you know you go game on yeah you go (laughs) you go new year's day you too you know there's a christmas song and then you find something for something else and very quickly i remembered convoy which is also in the list yeah uh which is you know it's yes. basically it's a novelty song it's kind of silly and funny but it's what sparked a bunch of morons uh learning cb <laughs> lingo yes. and talking to each other didn't like cb sales go up like seven million percent <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah that song came out it was yeah i guess it was very popular t- at the time and um yes let's listen to a little bit of convoy here i'm gonna, I'm gonna play some of this it was the dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10 about a mile out of Shaky Town. I says, Pigpen, this here's a rubber duck and I'm about to put the hammer down. I gotta it say, almost the chorus is like a, part is a little sissy for the, how tough the song is. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the chorus. Little chorus of like little girls. Like, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of funny. Um, but also, yeah, it reminds me of like a, a Weird Al almost. It, it does. It's but really, it's not. It seems tongue in cheek, but it's totally serious. I think it's <laughs> odd that the cover of the best of C.W. McCall features him like in a field of flowers or whatever that is, but not, there's not a, a, like a, you know, big rig behind them. It's just like a Jeep, like a Wrangler. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, that's there's a not a convoy? Oppor- yeah. That's a missed yeah. opportunity. There yeah. should be like an 18 wheeler behind him. Also best of CW McCall. He has additional songs. Right. And I think like 40% of them are about <laughs> like <laughs> convoys or riding in lines of trucks. <laughs> Holland logs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um yeah that's yeah. a 
That's a fun song, though. I remember that was a fun song. It made my yes list for sure. I remember being a little kid and hearing that on the radio and just like, I, I was like, what is this? I, I remember asking my folks, like, what is this weird thing? They're like, well, he's he's a trucking man. And he's, <laughs> he's talking to you about how he, ta- how he talks to his trucker friends. And, and I also a, noticed that he's talking about like ditching the cops, right? Isn't that like what they're talking well, about? Is that like, whole era was filled with like, you had like um, truckers versus the cops. Yeah. Yes. With uh, Smokey and the Bandit, you Smokey know, that that movie. Um, the which, Bear, wasn't there one of them? Like PJ and the Bear? Yeah, like there's a TV show like that too. Yeah. But I rewatched Smokey and the Bandit when um, Burt Reynolds died. Yeah. And I didn't remember all the misogyny because it's like filled with it. It's like when I revisited Sean Connery's James Bonds, yeah. where it's just like full on like, this woman is my object. I will just take claim of her. Just insane. Like I watched, it was kind of like, I, uh, I, I remember liking it when I was a kid because it was just like an action movie or something. But then like watching sure. it again as an adult just kind of made me like, sick to my stomach i couldn't really finish the movie because it's just like does so... everything short of like marking his territory exactly <laughs> like it's just, just crazy. on her legs yeah and then it, and it i remember then it, it made a lot of sense because i remember seeing a youtube clip of sean connery have you seen this where he's talking about when it's okay to slap a woman <laughs> i gotta let me look this up <laughs> i have not it's Ooh. ridiculous like yeah yeah it is <laughs> it's sean connery i expect nothing less so here he is i know sean connery regrets this conversation 87 in which you said it's not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then as i remember you said you don't do it with a clenched fist it's better to do it with an open hand mm. yeah remember that yeah yeah what if he just smacked Barbara Walters? <laughs> yeah, just without no. responding. Do you think <laughs> it's good to slap a woman? No, I don't think it's good. You I don't think, think it's bad? It must, I don't think it's that bad. I think that it depends entirely <laughs> on the circumstances and if it merits it. Yeah. What would merit it? Well, if you have tried everything... Asking too many questions, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Twack. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there's, there's problems with those, I think. Yeah. Um, he would be me too <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah for sure well um well cool let's start off june with <laughs> a little bit of misogyny and uh, there's a lot I of there's a lot of non-misogynistic songs <laughs> in this list though. i hope so <laughs> yeah um i really love yellow which is uh they're like um july 3rd or june i keep saying july it's june June. June 3rd, yeah. Wrong this is, uh, I think they're um, German, aren't they? Do you know where their yes. origin is? I believe, I believe. This is the 3rd of June, 1988. A highly unimportant day. Some airplane gliding into one of the bigger clouds over Manhattan. Downtown Broadway. People that are casually familiar with Yellow know them as the Ferris Bueller song. Where it's like, oh yeah, right? Oh, oh. They have, yeah, exactly. But they have so much more than that, and they are quite good uh, at what they do. Um, they have uh, 
I Love You is a good track. I really like that one. But they're just like really experimental out there electronic music this is and what i love is at the beginning of electronic music like right after disco and then there was like this explosion of experimentation for like sure. okay we can make it go ooh, ooh, and we can make the you know ring my bell ding you know all that we have a couple little cute things we can do but then everyone just started going crazy like how far can we push this thing right and all the uh, new technology that was coming yeah, out samplers and yeah you you just had new gear all the time they could do new things and everything from that era era to me is like really interesting because it's just totally unbridled exploration of sure. uh, the sonic landscape <laughs> <You know? laughs> well said yeah um so one thing that i used to really admire and like uh, was gucci mane but hearing, <laughs> I don't know why it's, it sounds so dated, but like the production on something like That's My Hood here, like this is June. It just sounds whack, man, to me. Yeah. Right. But I remember when this came out, I was like all about it. I was like, yes, Gucci. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. I am from the East Coast, so I really never bought into like, and this is like unpopular opinion, I never bought into like Southern, you know, rap or hip hop, uh, even like West Coast stuff until way later, because it was really for, you know, me growing up outside of Philadelphia, it was like East Coast, right? Sure, sure. Never you, get you want the Crooklyn Dodgers. Yeah, don't listen to anything, you know, suspect like that. And I just, <laughs> when I moved to Texas, everyone knew about a lot of stuff that I just did not, I did not, you know. Right. Um, so it took me a long time to get into stuff. But yeah. this. How long have you I, lived in Texas? I've been here about 16 years now. Okay. So I moved here. So you, yeah, lived, moved here. you lived through DJ Screw. Yeah. I mean, I moved here in 2005, but at the same time, it wasn't anything that like, I remember listening or hearing cars drive by i was in florida at the time actually before i lived in texas so i remember hearing cars drive by banging screw and me being like what is wrong with that <laughs> that, <laughs> that music like that doesn't sound like it's supposed to you know yeah. it's not, They've that doesn't sound that right somehow. yeah well there's something wrong with that guy's stereo clearly isn't it how he got his name is because he chopped uh, and screwed like, no but screwed the tapes or something the way that he uh he recorded these at real speed you know uh all the all the screw tapes were just recorded at the proper rate of speed when he recorded over it he adjusted a screw in the uh, in the playback device to make it slowed know. way down wild yeah so that like <laughs> i think that's the origin i hope i'm not disparaging the dj screw memory no, um that's i thought he just screwed with it like, hey man, quit screwing with that stuff. He's <laughs> starting it, making it way slower. So this is, there's a song, the June 27th freestyle, that is like legendary if you're a screwhead, you know? Um, and that makes, for sure makes the, uh, the cut, one of, one of my favorites. <laughs> They're just rapping at a birthday party. Yeah, we had a birthday party. <laughs> just naming who's in the room. Yeah. 
it's <laughs> great. It's like <laughs> it's really um, it's really like uh, uh, innocent and fun. Like I remember reading it, watching an in, uh, documentary on Screw, and he just basically he's like. Yeah, I mean, we kept getting raided by the police. They thought we were dealing drugs, but we're just in here rapping and making music. Like we didn't have anything going on and like that. Like, yeah, it's like we're just having were hoping, fun. Like there's something going on in there. Well, because at his house, you know, there was like a line at the door to buy his tapes, to buy his music. Amazing. It was that much of a sensation. Like he just, he and they, you know, people would just kind of wait in a queue in their car outside, just waiting till they could get up and get their chance to get the music right that's wild yeah it's the newest the newest screwed chopped and screwed tape yeah wild uh well what do you what do you like in this list there's actually not much that i disliked besides from hearing the the streets uh yeah you know i'm on board with that man i i saw that and i was like how cool the streets uh i don't recognize this song and it's for brand good new. reason, it's brand new, and I did not, man. I this is the most like recent that. contribution to the list, by the way, uh, because it, it just came out. But if people don't know the streets, they're basically, it's this dude uh, from Britain who basically talk raps, I guess yes. is a way to say it. But man, but, his uh, first album, incredible. Yeah, that was um, a cool one. It was like very uh, atmospheric and like kind of, introspective in a way that we'd never seen right um i just remember when that came out that just kind of blew me you know blew me away um because he produced everything right and he's like a bunch of different a bunch of different kind of genre you know genres on the one album but his lyrics were really intelligent you know well well crafted i thought the thing was great but yeah this, this new one sounds kind of, bad no i don't like it it's like some kind of grime variant right and in the room original pirate material <laughs> it's like Ooh. who's got the bag i'm not into it <laughs> no let's skip that me either yeah. Um, if you want to listen to the streets, yeah, it's original pirate material from 2002. Um, right. and the grand old come for free was 2004, which was, is all right. It wasn't as, as good. I feel like the original, but he's made a couple since then. Um, but definitely the first as per usual, I feel like a lot of bands, the first one really knocks it out of the park. You got but, right next to each other. You got, uh, June 15th and 16th, you got ice cube and Tupac right both referencing their birthdays in the song so they're they're birthday buddies right next to one another that's usually that's another like trope that goes along with the dates right of the right. year we see that every month it's like if you see a rap song and it's got the date in it it's usually someone's birthday it's like a kid's birthday or yeah. my birthday uh, not my birthday personally, but the the rapper's birthday. I have to mention Ice Cubes real quick because he has a funny yeah. line on here. Uh, I love this. I'm out of there. June 15th, it's just my luck. In 
They try to shape us, but I know Uncle Sam is a motherfucking rapist. So I stop paying attention. Ice Cube, let it straight to detention. Fuck that shit. I roam the hallways. I'm sitting home, man. I don't got all A's. A high school dropout. My father had beef, so I tried to knock pops out. But I got tossed. Uh, Ice Cube's great. Basically. Great. He has a line earlier in there where he's talking about like the first thing that he did uh, is the doctor tried to spank him. Yeah. <laughs> and instead he hit the doctor as a baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like picturing Ice Cube as a little baby. Yeah. Just slapping doctors. Yeah. <laughs> O'Shea. Um, I saw him actually. My wife and I saw him a few years ago at ACL. It's great. Still angry. Yeah. <laughs> Still angry as ever. Yelling. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what we like, right? That's yeah. That's what. That's why we're here. That's why we keep buying his music. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? Let's see. There was so as per usual, man. I made my list of yes. I just have a a little legal pad that's got the little red line down the middle. So I make a one row is yes and one row is no. Okay, <laughs> so it's, it's, there's it's no the gray area way. for you. There's no gray area. Well, no, there, it, I think if it's gray, it doesn't make the list. So it's yes. usually like, if I don't really talk about it, I feel like it's like, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to rip into it. But the, there's very few no's this month, which is great. Um, you know, it's, it's, it sucks. I think the first thing that pops out to me on my no is Eminem, Eminem uh, this month. That because- doesn't bother me. The thing, I think we talked about it before, and you don't really care for Eminem, right? No, no, I don't. Is that true? Okay. That's true. So I respect him greatly because, you know, I think he's an incredible MC, but he just has gone to complete shit, and I don't understand why. Like, he's got a couple tunes that he's done probably in the last, you know, five or so years. Like, Here's the I problem with M is shoot. he takes himself too seriously. Man. Like you have to be able to show some kind of uh, levity or like some ability to like joke on yourself or clown on yourself or something, you know? Sure. To him, life is, <laughs> it used to be about doing drugs and disrespecting his ex. And then it was like about how I'm God yeah. and I'm the best ever, which I guess you have to do. You have to brag a little bit, but like never once has he just, I mean, maybe on the first album he made some jokes, but they were all yeah. like at other people's expense, not sure. even his own. You know, that's just kind of always pushed well, me the I just wrong think way. He just kind of is always talking about, I think he still talks about like killing his ex and stuff, right? <laughs> You're just like, oh, God, get over it, dude. Yeah. Like, it's we've enough. heard this a million times. And I just think, and also the production isn't my favorite. And that's another thing about him. I think is the bigger he got, right? And the more popular he is, the less, um, I, I feel like the less he cares about what he's rapping on. Like, yeah. you know, he'll just rap over everything. It's just like, yeah. here, here's a beat. Like, here's, you know, a million dollars. Just say some shit over this. And he talks about beating somebody up and being angry and stuff. So, uh, and his is, crew was kind of whack too. What was his? Yeah. He had like a troop. What was their name even? Oh, um, God. <laughs> That's how much of an impact it was. It's like just <laughs> totally forgotten to history. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was that group? Oh, D12 d12 yes what is it a vitamin or a battery d12 I don't know. <laughs> yeah d12 uh i guess detroit 
Was there 12 oh, members? Okay. I don't know. I didn't. I never looked into it. Yeah. It's, um, it. I think another one that made my list of notes, and this is simply because, and at first it was like, it was going to be in the gray area, right? Where I wasn't going to put it on my list. Um, but it made the no. It's uh, June 23rd. Alton, A-L-T-A-N. And it's because the song is called Jug of Punch. <laughs> I don't sounds even. It's terrible. I'm, I, I'm uh, sure that I put this on the list, but it's totally yeah. foreign to me well it's like it sounds like um folk it's folk music essentially oh, okay and it's you just play really some of it? uh sure <laughs> I feel like this is a like gotta be a, a side project of Enya's. It's I don't know what it is, but it's called Jug of Punch, and it just sounds it's a terrible uh, group of words to put together. I had a friend. Do you like it uh, when the when an old man plays a jug as an instrument? Boom, boom, boom. Are you just boom. you're just anti-jug or a country bear? Uh, no, the, the, the sound of that term jug of punch just sounds bad. Like I had a friend uh, who used to say one of the worst phrases in English is jug of milk. <laughs> it yeah, it's a, it's a jug of milk. Yeah, tough jug of punch is right up there. Yeah, it's tough to verbalize it. <laughs> right. Um, let's see that and i guess right now i'm just going on uh, off my nose for this month because there's a, just only a handful um let's see marillion is june 4th um, they're like a prog rock early late 70s early 80s i think sure it's just not i don't know it just sounded like it belonged in like a movie score or something um Yeah, I'm getting dream theater vibes. <laughs> but Marillion, you think it's the band name. It's like the guy's name. When you look at the credits for the album, it's like vocals, Marillion. Really? <laughs> yeah, performance, <laughs> vocals, oh, Marillion. Oh, I had no idea. So Producer. He's, like a, he's Cher. Marillion. No, it's Marillion. <laughs> Yeah, so I like he, to imagine uh, being in the studio. How is that, Marillion? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Chameleonaire. Yeah, Chameleonaire. Yeah, Marillionaire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. That's funny. Uh, I didn't even realize that. Uh, yeah. So Marillion is on the uh, the no. I think I think that that was it. Once I saw that his name was Marillion, it wasn't the band. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, nothing out of the gray <laughs> into the black. Hefner. It was Hefner. Uh, this is a hymn for the Postal Service. Shout out to my brother who works for the Postal Service. But this is not. No, not, this is too, not making bro proud here. Yeah, this is too artsy, right? Too indie. Yeah. Like no. So the album's called Breaking God's Heart, and I was like, no. I'm done, Hefner. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but there were a lot of yeses, you know, we we're on the same, um, on the same page on a lot of these, but Diggle Planets made uh, the yes this month off of Blowout Comb 
Um, nice. Yeah. They actually oh. retweeted the song calendar tweet. Really? Yeah. That was cool. Wow. Yeah. So you got a little diggable love. Dope. Um, so yeah. Is imported under ships with irons around the This is a good one off the album too. This is the art of using. Yeah, and I love this sample too. It's uh MF Doom used the same sample, I believe. Let's see my money's getting smoked for chains. I face left in the round up. Pound up the guard when the devil gives stress blow to the S. I love Yeah, super dope, super chilled. And that's what the sophomore album. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So they were on. There's a lot of like rap. This uh, rappers this month. Um, King Ghidorah. Speaking of MF Doom. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, he was on June 6th. Um, Take me to your leader. When this album came out, blew my mind. I was like. I, I must have listened to it like a billion times over and over and over again. And like told, it was, yeah, it was one of those records where like I went up to strangers that I met at a party and be like, "Have you heard King Guitar yet?" Like I was like that annoying person that was like talking about it all that. I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is uh, MF Doom, one of his alter egos, King Dora and uh, songs called I Wonder it's off of Take Me to Your Leader but again the sample he's just killed it with his yeah. uh, his lyricism but his music was always on point as well and I wonder why we got to live this life oh okay so my cat out of here get out of here cat <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> I might edit that out yeah I think no. Keep that. You can keep that. Keep the kitty. <laughs> keep no. Yeah. Keep keep the kicking the kitty out. Yeah. Um, so my favorite this month though is June nineteenth. Joe Tex. Joe, motherfucking Tex. Uh, Man, so I'm getting good. scarce. Yeah. Uh, is the name of the track, and yeah, I thought when I I saw Joe Tex, I was like, all right, I like Joe Tex. Um, but the is, track jams super hard too. Is he like halfway a comedian as well? Man, this jams so hard. I mean, I guess you know, it's like he's doing all these ad libs on this song, <laughs> and like the crowds are like right. There's like crowd yeah. participation and stuff. But it's such a vibe, like the bass line. Oh yeah. The song's called "Men Are Getting Scarce." Why he take so much money from my man? We ain't got enough to relax. Well, let me tell you one thing, baby. You let that man stay on that the time. Yeah, this was probably, I think, my favorite of the month. Yeah, I dig it a lot, too. I, I got to give my favorite to Hordes of Canada just because they're like, I think they'll supersede any list, basically. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Way up in the top spot, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh but yeah, I think mostly that that's it, you know, for me this month, uh, Mob Deep, honorable mention, because it's Mob Deep. Oh, I got to give a shout out to the Johnny Cash Custer song, because my dad told me about that one. When I told him about, nice. when I was told him I was making this list, he got all psyched, and he was like <laughs> trying to find ones for me. Nice. And uh, that's that was his suggestion. He His contribution to the list was the downfall of General Custer from Johnny Cash. Nice. Uh, let's see. Just yeah, let's listen, listen to a bit of yeah, that. Let's take a listen to that one. It's basically just details how General Custer died. 
For now the general's silent He got barbered violent And the general, he don't ride well anymore I mean, classic Johnny Cash, like Oh, the general, he don't ride well anymore Like, if you hear this, you're not going to be like, who is this? Yeah, it's got that percussive guitar twang That's like almost popping on the strings, you know? As soon as you hear Johnny Cash, you're like, oh, this is this is a Johnny Cash song. Yeah, easy. No one sounds like Johnny Cash. Yeah, this is a good month, man. I think uh, I think over all in all, I enjoyed just about uh, just about all the tunes. Oh, real quick. June 13th, uh, Greenland Whale Fisheries by Peter, Paul and Mary. Did we not have a different version of that song? We did. Yeah, yeah that was we th- did. This is, I guess, a, a very a popular old folk song like an ancient song and another group the dubliners yeah uh did this in march on march 18th and they just changed the date i guess i guess as this song is performed over the years they just kind of adapt the date that they sing so yeah i I remember looking it up um when well when we were i was researching march Cause I was curious just about that song and like the history of it and the lyrics change, um, not just the date, but like some people leave out like whole parts of the song. And hmm. it's really interesting though. There's like several, several, several different renditions of the song, but I remember coming across this one, but yeah, interesting. I wonder if it'll show up any other time in the year. I yeah maybe it will. Um, I know Puff the Magic Dragon. That's Peter Paul and Mary. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Peter Paul and Mary. Uh, Do you think that cool. was a euphemism for smoking reefer? Peter Paul and Mary. Yeah. Or you know, Greenland whale fisheries. <laughs> oh, Puff the Magic. Uh, no. No. Do you think it was just? It's, I feel like it should be, but like those three lames. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I would like it to be, but I don't think so. They've never thrown down together on a little twenty twin twin. No. <laughs> yeah. twin twin. Perhaps not. Perhaps uh, not. Eh, maybe. maybe. Maybe they're wild. Maybe they wild out. And yeah, uh, um, let's talk about some other stuff here. Um, I'm coming back into gigs uh post covid nice. covid nice. is re- in recession um yeah i think it's the lowest we had a something like i remember maybe two or three weeks ago it was the first day that there had been no deaths uh reported in the united states or maybe wow. texas i forget yeah. but anyhow it's it's in remission we're all getting vaccinated and everything yeah. and so we're starting back up gigs and um i kind of came up to some whatever meager level of popularity as a DJ back in the day with a, a 90s night party where we would just play sure. 90s music. And so I was just curious. I have some, I'm pretty guilty with some like terrible 90s music that I actually really quite enjoy. And I was just going <laughs> to, I thought <laughs> I would just share um, some of those. And Yeah, uh, please. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, your 90s night um was pretty infamous actually yeah you know we had some fun time there this i mean some of it uh this was technically you know this is came out in 2000 but for those decade parties you give like a year or two buffer zone 
Um, but you know, you gotta gotta give it up to the OG here. This is uh, maybe the most epic songs that there's ever been, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> and it never, it's never failed me. You know what I mean? Like, I, you can't play it every gig, right? But when you do, the place jumps off. <laughs> Darude Sandstorm here. We're listening to Plus, we get to watch the video, and the video adds so much. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> got a very Run Lola Run vibes. Oh, yeah. Oh man, speaking of great 90s videos, hang on, I gotta, I gotta go to this one. Where are they going? Where are they going? You got, <laughs> Where are they going? Oh, you got Batman Scoop, Faithful. Oh yeah. Look at the video, it's like, it's so good. It's just like computer animated uh, uh, strippers with gigantic heads. And, Police and all the buildings are dancing. Yeah, yeah this is the jump off. <laughs> Me. Do you know? Do you know <laughs> I've got short hair. Yeah. Do you know how he got his name? Fat Man Scoop. Yeah. Is he? He's a fat guy that used to work in an ice cream store. <laughs> No, in the uh, in the video for um, the Fugees, there's a Fugees video. I think "Killing Me Softly," where they're it's like in a movie theater, and he's just an extra in the background scooping popcorn <laughs> before he was famous, and he was a, like he was just an upcoming DJ. He was just Amazing. sitting in the back scooping popcorn <laughs> in the video, and so now and so they, I guess he just adopted that. Like, yeah, I'm Fat Man Scoop. You Amazing. see me in the Fuji's video. Yeah, I'm the fat man scooping popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a that's good one. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, here's my other um, guilty pleasure from the 90s. It's got to be, and this may be controversial, but I kind of like this song. <laughs> convoy. <laughs> it's a convoy. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? Rubber duck. <laughs> yeah, in, on this song, this, it's like all CB lingo. <laughs> I call the big bear and rubber duck. <laughs> big bear and rubber duck got into the squawk. <laughs> it reminds me of Hot Rod. You ever see that movie Hot Rod? Oh, yeah. My name's Rod, and I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's got some great lines in it. But yeah, uh, Venga Boys, they like Venga to party. And it's... Man, that's Frosted Tips. Those kids look so confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What that was are a... these assholes doing in our neighborhood? And why that are they partying so hard? <laughs> um, also known as the Six Flags song, I think. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it like the promotional song for Six Flags? I think so. But yeah, uh, those are some bad. Do you have any guilty 90s pleasures, Tony? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, it's funny the whole like now that's what i call music era oh yeah <laughs> i used to work at planet hollywood 
Uh, yeah, at uh, in Disney World, and they used to play basically every now that's what I call music CD uh, there, like on rotation. So right, yeah, all of that. Another like basically it was like the night at the Roxbury's. <laughs> like I, it was like <laughs> I worked at the Roxbury. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think I think my one like guilty pleasure, but it kind of jams is uh, RuPaul. Supermodel girl, uh, you yeah. gotta work. Yes, that yeah. song jams super hard. Um, and that's, I think that's just like, yeah, yes, you better work. Yep, just that right there. It's like that old school house, yeah. Oh, this yep. is a great song. I don't even think this is oh, a guilty yeah. pleasure. This is just like, this is just music. jam, yeah. I feel like it's just something that doesn't get as much shine as it needs to. Yes. Uh, less. People don't talk about this as much as they should. Right. Yeah, he's still around doing his thing. Shantae. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great track. Yeah, good tune. Yeah, uh, but no, it is good to be back. I think I actually I'm playing a gig um, next month with uh, our friend Ronnie Hart. Um, oh, dope. Yeah, so that'll be my first. I think my first gig. That's not a wedding. I played a wedding actually last month, the month prior. Um, that was my first gig in person in over a year, and that was really bizarre, but it was really fun. You know? Oh yeah. Um, so this will be interesting. My first gig. That's not a wedding. You know, for actual live human beings, kind of getting out there. So we'll see how that goes. Did you, um, when you were coming up as a DJ, did you have any like a mentor or anything, or did you just kind of screw around and pick it up? Uh, no, I had I I had many. I feel like mentors, so to speak. I taught myself essentially right like my roommate had equipment and i bought records and right. kind of when i listened to djs i had an ex-girlfriend actually who would play me uh dj mixes introduced me to a lot of you know big djs chicago house and french house and stuff like that and i was like wow this stuff's great i think i can do this right sure. and my dad well, was a dj the... when i was a kid but he didn't DJ when I was growing up, but it was, oh, I think, really? yeah, he was a DJ when I was like really, really, really young. So I was always around records. My parents had a record store when I was really, really young. Um, so I was always around records and I knew about it, but I think once I was introduced to like music in the you know, mid nineties, late nineties, uh, house music and DJs, essentially, I was like, I can do this. So once I got a chance to be around equipment, I got my own records and started messing around. But it was really listening to like your Mark Farinas and Derek Carters and those sure. guys. Um, but yeah, there was a f several people, I think, throughout my life that uh, influenced me or, you know, really showed me a different, gave me a new insight on what, you know, what it could be. Jeremy Soul. I don't know if you ever heard Jeremy Soul. He. I don't think I know Orlando. him. Though. Jeremy Soul is he's really big, big news in like uh, I think he's in L.A. now or something. But he lived in Orlando for a sh 
for a while and we crossed paths at one point and he got me doing i feel like he got me into like the whole funk and soul mixing like being able to mix like you know um you know random stuff like um van morrison or right like playing like joe jackson but also yeah. mix, mixing it into like hip hop stuff and then mixing, you know, random breaks and stuff like that. It can, it can really change the whole vibe of a set to just yeah. throw something from left field to, right. to shake up. Bob the... James, right? Like that, I feel like yeah. the first time I heard someone drop like a Bob James break was like Jeremy Soul. Um, nice. And he threw me a bunch of CDs once he found out that I liked stuff like that. He was like, dude, here's some of my mix CDs. Like, listen to this and then I, I remember he gave me a hand a stack of records dude he had a night that he was doing and he was like he had free promo records to give out so he gave me like doubles of all of them I was like here take these wow um, yeah shout out jeremy soul uh i i think i picked it up a little bit later than promo records were a thing but uh, i did get uh, one one time in my djing career some i guess like a a r guy showed up at the club from some label and he was just he was just hoofing it he was like out doing the legwork and he came up to the booth while i was playing he's like here play this sometime and he like handed me a record and was like (laughs) we're it had like a big uh kiss imprint like from a like a girl had actually kissed it or something and he was like play this sometime i'm from xyz record company i was like what what? <laughs> but I mean, it must have happened all the time back in the day. You know, you figure. once I was at a pizza shop and this is in Orlando. I was at a pizza pizza shop with a friend of mine and there was like a hip hop show that was like going on or just let out like in the venue next to it. And there was this big group of dudes sitting near me. And somehow we got to talking and these guys are like, yeah, you know, work for I think they work for like Def Jam or something like that. Hmm. straight up and down like promoters or something and we're like yeah come here come on and we walked over to the dude's car and he pulled out again records it was like here take this uh <laughs> take this gave some records and it's, there was a bunch of stuff that i was like oh didn't really need at the time but yeah. at the same time i thought that was just cool and it was just you know it seems like a that's never gonna come back like of of that sort of distribution right. channel you know right now people just get their records pressed and stuff but yeah not to that <laughs> level right yeah yeah cool but it's good to be back i think it's good you know i'm glad things are opening back up and i'm glad people are are ready to dance again yeah for sure i'm super stoked about gigs coming up and uh speaking of things coming up we got some new releases in june that you should probably check out um the one that kind of popped into my head is that i was excited to listen to a, a whole lot was uh uh the half of the group justice which is like uh, what were they like 2008 2007 yeah was like where they came out with that cross album yeah and they just kind of dominated dance and electronic music for like a good three four years yeah um and so i guess they split up or something but the guy from it has his own his first solo record gaspard i guess his name is took him a while (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um but this is uh hay off of escapades starts kind of orchestral a little bit here reminds me of um 
Remember the Telex Eurovision song? Yes. Throwing a lot back to those, like, uh, East European, like, proto-house music stuff. Sure. So that's, that's not out yet. It's coming out, I think, last day of the month. But that's just the one track. I think there's one or two tracks from that available to listen to right now. So um, if you're listening to this podcast, it should be out now. Right. Yeah. Go. Yeah. You can go listen today. Right. Nice. So yeah. After you're Woo. done listening to this, go listen to that record. Uh, I'm sure we have some Justice fans in here, uh, undoubtedly. Yeah. I'll check so, that out. That sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. It sounds pretty neat. Um, then we got uh, a little soft, softer side, uh, Kings of Convenience. Uh, their new album, Peace or Love. This is Rocky Trail. I know about Kings of Convenience because they were remixed quite a bit uh, back in the day. Right. And I remember hearing like they had like dance numbers, like remixes that were kind of popular. But then I listened to them and just kind of became like, oh, they're like wonderful like song crafters, you know? Yeah. Kind of like um, a. Nice. Reminds me of like a rig sop in some ways, not as as like leaning as electronic, but like how they approach writing a song like this. So we got uh, got that working. Maybe Stereo Labby. Yeah, that's probably a better example is Stereo Lab. I like that. Yeah. And then a new Modest Mouse record, Uh, The Golden Casket. I was a big fan of Modest Mouse before like, they blew up into what they are now with Float On and everything. Yeah. And when that happened, you know, kind of part of you is like, I don't want them to get too popular. That's my band, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> like it just felt like they were kind of leaving us. But uh, right. uh, this is their first thing in like six or seven years. Maybe they needed to take a break. Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah. This is called a We Are Between. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. This is the worst part. We are, we are, we are mirrors of our own thoughts. Hey, Tony, we're mirrors of our own thoughts. Did you know that? Yeah. Yes. That's, <laughs> wow. Thank you, Isaac Brock. So, so deep. Yeah, I like Modest Mouse as well. I feel like the same. I the same. What you just said. Uh, it was like, no, don't, yeah. don't poison don't. them. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's good. I'm glad that they are still making music. Yeah, um, and I think that one is also end of the month. So you, we got some listening to do. Everyone listening on this this podcast. Uh, you have you have some work to do after this, uh, some homework. We've got some listening to do, Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> We've got <laughs> some listening to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. Lucy well, real Ball. quick. Okay, so we got some birthdays uh, this month. Just a few uh, notable ones. Let's see. Uh, Todd Rundgren. Ooh. Uh, yeah. June twenty second. Did you uh, know Rundgren. that would strike a chord with me? Uh, I did. Well. I like Todd Rundgren. I know you do too because you had hair like him for a while. Yeah, I had. There, he has a cover of the Todd record, and I, I went stir crazy in COVID times, you know. And uh, my girlfriend was just like, 
she was coloring her hair. She does that every once in a while. And I just said, oh, that's so neat. I'd like to do something like that sometime. And she's like, why don't you? I was do like, that now. Yeah, I was like, oh, you're right. I can, I can do that. And so then I always liked what a spaz Todd Rundgren is, like all of his... He's got a few entries on the list here, by the way, but um, his on the cover of his Todd record, he has like pretty wildly colored hair. And I went to the place and I just walked into the colorist and showed them the record. And I said, can you do this? And she was like, <laughs> oh, she was like so stoked, too. She was like, this is so much fun. Yes, uh, I've never I've never done a record cover before. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. she did a good job. That was great. Yeah, well, it lasted. Yeah. Um, let's see. June 26th. Uh, is actually Jason Schwartzman. Uh, but if you're familiar with his band, Coconut Records. He has um, a band? Oh, yeah. And they're great. Oh, really? I had no yeah. clue. Oh, yeah. Check them out. Okay. Uh, I don't know if he's still making music, but the music that I've heard, uh, it's pretty great. You might want to check it out. It's like indie indie band. But, sure. Uh, well, I would imagine. He just right. looks, you look at that guy and you just go, oh, you're an indie you yeah. probably make indie band music. You yeah. probably make yeah, he he does and it's good. Um let's see nice. Julia another actress musician Julia Lewis. Okay. Um, June 21st, Brian Wilson. Um, oh, the madman himself. Yeah, Brian Wilson. Have uh, you ever heard some of those studio outtake sessions? Uh no. Where he's just really like railing into the the groups like He's oh, like, no. you motherfuckers better get this right. Like he's like screaming at them so loudly. He's like, we've got to put all of our effort into this. Like, and, and then the music that comes out is like, wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Like it's like <laughs> exactly. so sweet and innocent. But you yeah. son of a bitch. He really Don't like fuck this up. He <laughs> is like violently screaming at his band, like. They better get their act together. They were flat, half a semitone. And yeah. he just, he would not stand for that. You know what I mean? Like James Brown. James Brown would do that <laughs> shit. Would like yeah. charge, he would like find his band members if they were. Did you know that about James Brown? No, I didn't. When he was on stage and he would point at people. It's because they were fucking up and he was, he was, <laughs> he was finding them. Like they were getting charged for every time they messed up. They were getting charged. Like there was like a certain dollar amount. For if they missed a cue. Wow. Or if they, yeah. All kinds of shit. That's how you keep a tight band. I wonder how he find himself when he went on that Barbara Walters interview. Uh, drunk? <laughs> he's like all drunk or high or something. <laughs> or both. He's like, James, uh, the ladies love you. He's like, yeah, living in America. <laughs> that, that interview's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I love um, that. Uh, yeah, so awesome. Uh, let's see, Lionel Richie, June twentieth, uh, the bane of my existence. Lionel Richie, I got called. People said I look like Lionel Richie for so many really? years of my life. Yeah, when I, Hello. When I had, yeah, it, I got that all the time. Um, so when my hair reaches a certain length and my beard was really short, I got all the time, like literally, at least once a week. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Hey Tony. Hey. Get out of my dreams and into my car. <laughs> That's Billy Ocean. Oh, did I get it wrong? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> nice try. That's Billy Ocean. Um, let's see. If you would have said like, uh, yeah, you said hello. That was the most, I think. That have you one. seen the hello video recently? Not recently, but I mean, I, it's burned in my brain from when I was a kid and it was on all the time. <laughs> right. And she's when sculpting the girl's like sculpting. his head. <laughs> 
it's so weird she's doing the she's doing the blind trope of just like staring off into the distance when she's obviously yeah. not blind she's just staring off into the corner and there's like uh, there's there's like spoken word parts where it's like this is how she sees you <laughs> like yeah clearly this woman is acting like, right that looks just like him <laughs> oh man um yeah. let's see okay ice cube he was on the list this month ice cube his birthday is june 15th 1969 yeah. and actually that's why he's on the list yeah right? that's why Let he's here yeah. yeah so there you go his birthday smacking the doctor uh, let's see yeah <laughs> famously punched the doctor <laughs> uh and then let's see judy garland june 10th but let's end it with the man the myth the legend prince june 7th Ooh, man 1958 prince rogers nelson next month we have a little surprise from prince oh so we'll talk about that that's a cliffhanger nice. for you for next month um dun 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 yep yep uh dramatic uh squirrel or whatever it is what's that guy <laughs> the dramatic hedgehog <laughs> oh yeah 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 well we'll leave you this month we're gonna close up june yeah. uh, but up. we'll see you soon uh, next month Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm, Thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm uh, Joey. You can find me, uh, Y-E-A-H-D-E-F, on Twitter. Hit the song calendar, Twitter. Tony, give him some uh, links. Uh, I am Tony, and I'm at Tony Schwa, S-C-H-W-A, um, on Twitter, and uh, at Schwa Soul on Instagram. Uh, and then be sure to follow the song calendar on Twitter uh, for all the songs uh, this month. And uh, for it gets posts every day, right at noon. Yep. For right the song noon. of the day. So yeah, check us out. We'll see you guys uh, next time. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks. This is Smashing Pumpkins by June. By June. Bye.